Hi, welcome to the HeartSeat Health Podcast, where we broaden our understanding of health. I'm your host, Noah Goldstein, and today we're here with Astrid Grove and Leela Whitcomb Hewitt, the organizers of the second annual Red Earth Herbal Gathering coming up this August 19th and 20th up in Longmont, uh, Longmont Lions area at Pachamama Farm. Um, Astrid lives in Netherlands with her husband, two daughters, and cats, and her passion lies in facilitating and supporting women's empowerment through midwifery, hands-on healing, plant medicine, and sacred ceremony. Um, And Leela Whitcomb Hewitt practices Maya abdominal therapy, wise woman herbalism, and Tibetan medicine. And she uses those tools to support women, releasing abdominal tension, improving digestion to bring about systemic health. Um, And since childhood, she's been gathering in ceremony to honor the cycle of the year and the interconnectedness of all life. So they're both really, really excited to be organizing this event. Thank you so much both for coming on to the show. And and let's talk a little bit first about the Red Earth Herbal Gathering. And um, my understanding is that it's a lot of things. It's a magical container for growing community and promoting health and healing and also learning. Um, And it's all in a sacred female space and container. So why don't you guys help describe it, how you would describe it, and share how it came about a little bit. Great. (laughs) Love it. Um, Yeah, maybe I'll paint a little bit of a picture of what it might look like for a woman stepping onto the land for the first time. she would be welcomed by women and enter through a sacred gateway where she would be smudged and adorned with plants and she would have the opportunity to sit quietly and think about what her intention might be for the weekend. Um, There's amazing farm to table food being cooked by our chefs for all of the meals on which that were on the land and we sleep there on the land together. Mm -hmm. There's a red tent in a teepee. When you walk inside, it's all red, and it's a sacred space for women to be in there and go into whatever um, process they're called to be in, um, be comfy, drink their tea, or however. Um, There's a womb room where women can come and get a vaginal steam um, with other women in sacred space. There's like 13 workshops taught by some amazing herbalists, like Susan Weed is coming all the way from New York to teach a three class intensive. Brigitte Mars is teaching. Lisa Ganora, who runs the herb school here is teaching. We have you know, many amazing teachers. Yeah. And, and can w- you just, just for everyone, <laughs> yeah. just so that they can hear your name and you were- Oh, this is Astrid. Astrid and, mm-hmm. and now. Yeah, that's going to be speaking. Mm. Right. So more like of the picture entering through the gateway, all of these amazing things that Astrid was mentioning will be there. And we begin the whole uh, event, the whole gathering by um, a circle to set the energy of the gathering. So we'll band together in, in a huge circle and hold hands and just call on the energy of our intentions and our connectedness um, as women and then branching out to all beings on the planet and um, and create that sacred 
ceremonial container for the entire weekend. So at the end of the weekend, there's also an opening circle. So we open up that container that we've set in the beginning. And so everything that's happening within, like the moon, the moon lodge tent, the red tent, and the womb room, and all the workshops, and all the food, and sleeping, and singing, and dancing, everything that happens is within this container that we've created in the beginning. So that's an important aspect, one of the really big pieces that Astrid and I in, have as an intention for this gathering is that it's a sacred container the whole time so people women can really like go deeply and um, be held and understand that the whole process of the gathering is like a deep inner exploration for each woman wow wow how did how did the gathering come to be well Leela and I both moved here just within the past couple years and um, she coming from the east coast and I coming from the west coast though we've known each other for 20 years Um, and when we moved to Colorado we both were craving such a gathering of women specifically focused around plant medicine and it doesn't exist here and it doesn't exist anywhere nearby here that would be easy to just drive to I mean we could fly to various women's herbal gatherings and so we looked at each other and said, let's, let's do it. <laughs> we, you know, let's make the thing that we want to attend. And awesome. um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing. It's our second year. And so when you talk about a sacred container um, for unfolding, for what exactly, you know, what, what, what are you hoping people absorb, incorporate shift what 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 are you hoping for people who come to to have as an experience to yeah i think first a place of feeling completely safe to be a woman Mm. um i've attended many gatherings with just women that extend over several days and you can tell what day it is by how open everyone is so women start maybe a little guarded and then by the end you know like clothing starts to disappear and you know I mean you just really settle into a very safe space Um, and I I feel like that's a great intention is to create a sacred and safe space for all women and all people who identify as women Um, yeah beautiful yeah, and the experience of many years, like I was saying from young, was raised in pagan circles, um, of gathering in circle. Uh, and then after I was young and with my mother and doing this, then I branched off to, um, on my own and started to do a lot of women's circles, largely, and still gathering around the pagan holidays. And then Astrid and I were doing that a lot together when we were like late teens, early 20s. And um, this experience of being in circle is so um, profound and mind shifting so that I can switch from myself in a, from a place of like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how I do it in the day, like to, um, to a mindset that's beyond time. Suddenly it's very open Mm. and, uh, and I feel always connected to every other person in that circle which is what I believe to always be true that we're always 
completely interconnected with every being around but it's not always easy to recognize that in the daily life so in this circle like this ceremonial container that's a realization that's much more easy to tap into and realize and have an experience of that's a big intention around the circle ceremony Mm -hmm. aspect Mm -hmm. it's something that I think is somewhat lacking especially in in the day-to-day living for most of us and so crucial and vital um i know that like for my family we celebrate shabbat you know on fridays and lighting the candles and transitioning into a, a space of beyond time of between time of and and that interconnectedness with community and it's really nourishing and i can only imagine just sort of being away from it all on on some land and in community that way and um, and in a safe space that's that's really crucial um, and so is there anything this year that you're particularly excited about that you just can't wait to see how it's gonna happen or yeah, I mean, it's so different this year from last year. Last year was just one day, and it was, you know, so perfect and so easeful and so devotional and so profound. Mm-hmm. And it was like Leela and I were just doing all the motions for this something so much greater than us to move through and happen. And that's how it felt, like, all day. We just couldn't even believe that it was unfolding in just this perfect way and so we thought well let's move to two days and an overnight (laughs) Um, so that in and of itself there's a lot more teachers and a lot more things happening we also have a children's program this beautiful woman Iris who's worked a lot in the Waldorf community um, will be holding space for kiddos so it's basically open all the time except meal times and you you pay the ticket for your child and it's included so that moms can go and go to a workshop and know that their kid's going to be having a good time with teacher Iris and the other children. And there were no kids last year. We just said babes and arms only. Um, so, and then it's girls and boys. So boys until they are at their eighth birthday uh-huh. can come. And so that's a beautiful thing. We'll see little yeah. boys running around, little girls running around, having their own experience that's, integrated yet separate Um, and also we have a woman's coming of age um, track too so for the young girls yeah 11 to 15 years old so the girls who are coming into their menstruation time coming into puberty they will have all their own set of workshops with Lorene Wapatich who's an amazing um, teacher in the community she does rites of wilderness rites of passage work here in Boulder and has for a long time So she'll be leading that and it'll culminate with a ceremony where all of us will be witnessing these girls who have started their menarche, who have started their periods and started their bleeding time in their life, will be witnessing them coming into womanhood in a ceremony at the end of the gathering. And so I'm just getting the chills, as you can see, (laughs) um, because I can see my daughters, you know, growing up with this teaching in their life and every year getting to come back and watch their friends and the older girls go through this and knowing one day they'll get to go through this. I mean, you sit in any circle of women and ask how many of you have had a special sacred honoring of when you became a woman. You will rarely see a hand go up. And if you ask how many of you wish that you had had that, 
you'll see 90 at least percent of the women's hands go up usually 100 percent um so that brings me incredible amounts of joy knowing that we can bring that to the the community in this way yeah yeah Yeah. that's that sounds like that that says it all (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing I mean I'm just yeah and I'm, I'm so almost so grateful for just how that's happening and that you know these are the, you know obviously I'm not the person to facilitate anything like that but knowing that for my daughter who's now three that that hopefully will still be available mm-hmm. in some way in our community and, and it's really important it's really important just like you said that it's so absent and I feel I mean like there's a similar absence for you know that the maturation and, and process in in young men um, as far as yeah but I, but you know um, and just to say Laureen facilitates the coming of age for both men and young women and the wilderness rites of passage is that kind of work for young men also, cool. so. great well I'll yeah. I'll it's get cool her that. information and include that in the show notes so that anyone else who's who's interested can can look to find out more about that. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Leela, I understand that you're you're kind of um, maybe going to be birthing something else in addition to this <laughs> herbal gathering around right around the same time. Yes. Yeah. So I'm 37 weeks pregnant now, and. Um, mm-hmm questionable when baby's going to come as we all know and so also questionable whether I'll actually physically be at the gathering or in what capacity Uh Um, and uh, last year actually Astrid gave birth like a couple months before the gathering happened very interesting how this (laughs) is but yes we're birthing many things as women tend to do so um, I am like really feeling actually a bit sad about the idea of not being able to be there because so much of the building has to do with um, the love of being in that space and that ceremony mm. so um, it's likely that I will be mm-hmm. even if I've given birth like a week prior yeah. or something like this but yeah we'll see when she comes and I my impression is that tomorrow's the new moon and so is this going to be the following new moon or where does it fall in the moon cycle? I don't know if you were able to align it or... It's not on a new moon. Yeah. It's almost a full moon. Well, it's in like just about a month from now. Yeah. I think it's maybe just before the, the dark moons. Okay. We did it more based on dates. Okay. Um, you know, based on when there weren't a lot of other gatherings happening locally that people might not you know, might be pulled to, mm-hmm. and we'll rethink the dates for next year because it is right after school starts, we realized. Oh. Um, so that's been, you know, coming up for people. Um, but, you know, the children are all welcome this year, so it could be a nice school just started, last hurrah right? Um, for the moms and kiddos. It's so sweet that kids are included. I think that's, I mean, I can just imagine how much fun that'll be for them. Yes. Yeah, we have Arwen, um, who is an herbalist in Maryland, where I live, and she's going to come down and teach three half-an-hour kids' classes that adults are also welcome to come to. So we also have some programming for the kids, too, outside of just the really fun things that Iris will be doing with them. It's amazing how much they're sponges, 
I mean, Hazel can already identify, you know, dozens of plants, and she just, like, she just loves it, you know, and so it's, mm. it's great that they're getting exposed to that from such a young age. Um, and so tell me more about uh, the decision, I mean, it's clearly a woman's gathering, and it's also an herbal uh, gathering focused around plant medicine, so I'm curious a little to hear a little bit more about, about why that is, and, and how maybe the two are interwoven. So one of um, one of our main intentions around calling it an herbal gathering uh, and having it be women centered is um, this connection to the uh, the life energy. So women naturally birth and nurture babies this is like one of the natural things that a woman's body will do mm -hmm. and um so symbolically the feminine nature is about nurturing life and there's mm -hmm. a lot of um destruction happening and not in like thinking in this society that doesn't have to do with nurturing life and um destruction is an essential part of the cycle and also has to do with women's energy and it's really overbalanced in this uh, in this world right now of um, of not really honoring and nurturing life as much. So that's one reason to empower the women's aspect. And as we said, anyone who identifies as a woman, so it's anyone who's really identifying with that feminine nature because it's the symbol of the feminine nature. Um, and then the herbal aspect of the gathering, herbs are our allies that connect us to this ecosystem that we're all a part of the great living ecosystem on earth. Mm -hmm. So again, in a way that's a symbol of, of being interconnected with all the ecosystem on the earth and nurturing the, the life energy and the vitality and sustainability of life on earth. Mm -hmm. So those are two aspects of why women and herbal. <laughs> and, and just to say, because it's something that's been on my mind a lot lately, is that um, there is great potential and possibility that this, this gathering will not always be a women's herbal gathering. You know, where it's the seed that is planted uh -huh. and we'll see what is needed, uh -huh. you know, as it grows and changes. Um, Sometimes the you know the vision that comes to me is having you know all of us together you know, with this intention, all all beings. Yeah. You know so. Wow. But right now it's for women. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> happy that it is. Yeah. I'm you know excited for uh, wondering where maybe the the men's version is and or if, um, but maybe that will inspire me to uh, scheme with some friends and. <laughs> figure out what, what can happen um, I just I just want to reflect back hearing just the what you said about the um, nourishing the earth and and nurturing the earth and we're actually um, according to the the Chinese medicine calendar transitioning out of summer and into the season called late summer which is the the season of earth and it's all about nourishment and and uh, and community and interconnectedness and um, yeah it just that's so I mean it, it's like such a obvious 
pivotal center point to life is nurturing life and and yet it's not something that is always given as much attention I guess in te- intentional attention mm-hmm. um, I'm, do you guys have any daily practices or or I mean maybe just you see your whole life as an act of nurturing life but uh, I'm curious if there are any specifics that you want to share um around daily practices that are specifically about connecting and nurturing. Yeah. So, um, one of the most profound, like, images for me is the great mother. And um, ever since I was little, my mom would leave me, she's a midwife, to, like, go to a birth or something and be like, you know, it's okay, you're being held by the great mother. And so ever since I was, like, a little tiny psyche, I was like, Oh, great mother, cool. Like, I had this um, understanding of something greater that could hold me than like the physical mother. And um, so, at that, still to this day, in terms of my meditation practice, is the thing that I ground into. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of um, various like Buddhist type of Tibetan Buddhist type of meditation practices. And um, if they're not mother based I always somehow in my psyche (laughs) have to have it be about the great mother in order for to really like tune in and feel like it's real and connected so yeah my my daily practice meditation practice is about feeling that feeling that I've been calling and cultivating since I was young of this vast connection of the ecosystem this like Mm -hmm. that I was talking about the vibrant living ecosystem that we're all part of as being the nurturing great mother That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Is, is there anything else that you guys really want people to, to know or to think about or to take away from this conversation, even if they're not able to make it to the um, Red Earth Herbal Gathering this year? I mean, now, now that they've heard about it, they can keep their eyes open for next year. But anything, any sort of messages or meditations or just inspirational ideas for people to um not exactly but it made me think of how we gather still every month Mm. even you know outside of the main gathering we on the dark moon so it will be tomorrow we hold a moon a red tent moon lodge ceremony for women um every dark of the moon so tomorrow actually this is probably not going to air today but so every every dark of the moon anyway we have a ceremony so People can look out for that on our Facebook page. Okay. Um, we don't generally put it up on the website, actually. That might be a good thing to do. But just, it's a nice way for us all to stay connected. And we do something different every month within, within a similar container. But we do include different sort of practices that women can bring home. And it does create a sense of community nice. as well. So where where really do you guys nice. typically do this? It varies. Okay. Um, like last month it was at my house in Netherlands, which was really sweet. Um, this month it'll be in another sister's house in Lafayette. Um, it's been at Leela's house before. We sometimes meet um, at the co-housing community in North Boulder. Okay. So. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. That's, yeah. Totally. Great. Well, it seems that Hazel, my Hazel, we, we both have Hazels, um, has graced us with um, a period of quiet and an uninterrupted uh, conversation, which is, which is 
rare. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just again want to thank you guys for taking the time and making the time to connect and help spread the word. And I, I, I'm inspired by by this. Um, and I really, I really hope that everyone listening to this, you know, is able to, to take a seed from the conversation that maybe some point sprouts into something um, that orients towards nurturing life, um, towards connecting community, um, towards bringing the sacred into the world. Um, and thank you both for, for doing what you do. And um, I look forward to connecting again in the future in some way or another. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for hosting us in this way. It's really <laughs> a pleasure. Hey, and thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, feel free to subscribe through the iTunes store or through our website, www.heartseedhealth.com. You can just enter your name and address there, and you'll get all the podcast episodes emailed straight to your inbox um next up we are going to have an episode with daniel Liebowitz of the intimacy institute it's he's a sex therapist and so we talk about intimacy and vulnerability and of course sex it's a really interesting conversation until then we'll all keep doing what we can to cultivate health must break open in order to grow Shed their skin. <laughs>